Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Hi guys, it's Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. I hope you are all very well on this rather windy Sunday afternoon. Uh, we've just got back from a run, a long run of 30 miles, which was awesome. Absolutely loved it. Uh, it hasn't always been like that. Certainly of late, my running has definitely needed a bit of a boost. Yes, I'm the host of the Running With Jake podcast, which is your weekly dose of running motivation, but sometimes we all need a boost in motivation, including myself. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, six ways that I want to share with you things that I've done to give my running a real boost, and I really needed that. Before I jump straight into those six ways and techniques, those tips and tricks that you could perhaps apply, I think this will really help you actually, which is why I'm sharing it with you. Even if you get two or three things from it, it could really make a difference to your training. Before I jump straight into those six ways, I want to give you a little bit of a backstory, a bit of history. Now, if you're not aware or if you've recently followed me, I've been running for the best part of perhaps oh, 12 years therein. And when I first started running and I got into the London Marathon and I was offered a place in the London Marathon and I threw myself into it, I loved it. I smashed myself up in the race. I was hobbling around for a week and I said, never again. And then I signed up for another one. You know the score, we're all the same. And I've literally gone from one race to the next race to the next race, even if I didn't quite make the race. So even if I got injured and I didn't make the starting line, for example, in 2011, I got injured for the Berlin Marathon. I still pretty much did all the training for the Berlin Marathon. I just didn't get the payoff, the actual race. So it's kind of been relentless. And then as part of that journey, I started off as a personal trainer. As part of that journey, I then became a full-on running coach under the name of Running With Jake, helping people to uh, run better, get more out of the sport, boost their motivation, give them some inspiration, all that stuff. So it was kind of full-on. And I felt like I needed a bit of a break from running because it was just kind of all things running and I was trying to achieve my own goals as well as help other people. And then in 2019, last year, which feels like an eternity ago, I took part in the Manchester Marathon my third time and I stopped at 18 miles. I didn't finish it, I got a DNF. I wasn't injured, I was fine. In fact, I even looked again at my heart rate data from um, from that race, from that day. And I just didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be in the race. I just, my mind was elsewhere. I wasn't prepared to work hard. I wasn't mentally strong. I was thinking about my runners, so other people that I've helped, that I coach for the Manchester Marathon. I was thinking about them in the race, how are they getting on. Just didn't want to be there. I wasn't in the headspace, so stopped. And I really reflected on this. And then I ran Abingdon Marathon with Martina back end last year, wasn't it, Marty? Back end of last year, which was great. Martina did really well, but that was me kind of pacing her and helping her. And then I got injured. As you may know, I broke my ankle. I chipped a bit of bone off the ankle and I was out for probably seven or eight weeks. So fast forward to where we are now. I felt like I really needed that break. Now, it was kind of a forced break, wasn't it? I didn't choose to go over on my ankle. In many respects, certainly at the time, I wish it never happened. But it's now a distant memory because that time out seems like ages ago, even though it wasn't. It It was earlier this year. But it really made me take a step back. I couldn't run and I just started to think about what I wanted to do and where I was going with my own running. And and subsequently, I'm training for the Manchester Marathon next year, not this year, even though we're not sure if it's gonna go ahead. It's next year in in, in April, so that's kind of my target. So, 
I really needed a boost in motivation. I needed to almost get my own love back for it because it became more important for me to help other people. Which I know kind of sounds like a really obvious thing to say as a coach. Well, I just really want to help other people. I just want to give back, give back, give back and help others. But for those of you that know me, you'll know that that's the case. And other people's running is more important than mine. And that is still the case, however. But... I needed to lift my own motivation. So what have I done? Six things. And we were talking about this today during our run. The first thing I I did was I reduced the frequency. Now, many runners, I think, run quite a lot or they'll try to run a lot. You know, they'll try and get themselves out there maybe five or six times. And yes, if you're in the thick of marathon training and you're an experienced runner, there's probably some sense and logic and rhyme and reason in that approach. But you know, if you're not feeling it, and you just need a bit of a break, actually reducing the frequency can do you the world of good. Because for me, it almost felt like pre-injury, because I was running, to be honest, six, seven, even eight times or more, you know, double days, it felt like the runs were coming around so frequent, frequently. So I could have a rest day, and then it's like, right, I'm going again, I'm going again, it's another run. And as well, I did have great runs, but sometimes it got to the point where I was like, it's just too much. So I reduced the frequency. We're only running four times a week. I think we did five this week, actually, but that's purely because Martina's working from home at the moment. We wanted to spend a bit of time together, get out of the house in lockdown. So we did a very easy recovery run last uh, on Monday, but typically it's four runs a week. So we've got three days that we can play with across the week where we can just kind of chill out a little bit and do something different. If I want to do something to help myself with regards to running, then I'll do some research or I'll get the foam roller or I'll do some stretching or I'll go for a recovery walk like I did yesterday. I did a bit of a walk and, and did some foam rolling. So I can still do things to help my running, but it's not running. So reducing the frequency is number one and that's definitely helped me. Number two is change the environment. Now, if you follow me on Strava, you'll know that I do this quite a lot. Yes, I have my famous local little park here at Hangstones in Yatton, which I love. It's a beautiful park. It's very quiet, and I love using that for my runs in the week. But actually, especially the meaty runs, like the long runs, I like to get in the car, and I like to drive to different places. And we all have this opportunity now, don't we? You know, we can drive to other places in this lockdown strange time in 2020. Not always so easy because even this morning, we went to Bristol, which is probably, was it 20 minutes away? It's about 20 minutes, isn't it? Martina's, she's half asleep. I mean, look at this lot. Are you with it? She's not with it. She had tired legs this morning. Mm-hmm. You're a bit though. I'm just putting it on Strava. You're putting it on Strava. Will you carry on putting it on Strava? So Martina had tired legs today. But we drove to Bristol, jumped in the car. And it, it, this morning we thought, you know, actually we could just run from here. It's a lot quicker, straight out the door. But it's a bit boring. We're doing the same thing all the time. So getting in the car and driving somewhere else, I think can really help you. Now I know that there's some of you that will be watching this video that don't have the luxury of just sharing the running with your partner, let's say, or people in the house. And that's quite difficult, isn't it? If you're spinning plates with kids, you've got other responsibilities. I've got many friends where they need to get up, get out the door, crack on so they can get back and then family responsibilities and and all that sort of stuff, which I get. But I think there are people out there that could just get in the car if you organize your day uh, sufficiently and just drive somewhere else. And if you're familiar with my crossroad countdown technique, it enables you to go and explore new areas without you actually having to know where you're going. You don't need to spend hours mapping a route on Google. You can just kind of jump in your car, drive to where you want, and then you can do the crossroad countdown technique. If you're not familiar with that, just drop a comment in the um, in the comment below this video, and then I'll share the link from the page, and you can go and check that out. It's a useful technique. So that's number two. Number three, 
most of the runs that we are doing at the moment have flexible targets. So I think having a target for a run is really important. Now a target, yes, it could be pace related. Yes, it could be heart rate related. Yes, it could be distance related. But actually, if your target is to go out there and just spend time with one of your running club buddies, albeit socially distanced, because you've really missed them, then that's the target for your run, isn't it? It has a purpose and it has a meaning. But when we are setting targets at the moment, we're flexible. So I'll tell you what I mean by that. Today's a great example. I was feeling a bit more charged for the run today. I'm quite up for it, based on these changes I've recently made to my training. Martina wasn't so up for it today. and We wanted to do between 10 and 13 miles. And I deliberately said between 10 and 13, because I knew it would help Martina in her mind. Okay, we don't have to do 13 here. Because it got to about four or five miles and Martina was feeling a bit tired and, you know, in her legs, a bit heavy. I knew she'd get through it, but she was getting a bit heavy in her legs. And if she was thinking, God, I'm at mile four, mile five, and I've got, I've still got 30, you know, I've, I've got to go to 13 miles, that's going to break me. Whereas I said to her, look, we said 10 or between 10 and 13, 10 or 13. So just focus on 10 and see how you feel. Subsequently, we got back to the car. We had a protein ball, energy ball, sip of water. Martina felt good enough to then go and do the full 13. But she didn't have to. The other day, was it Tuesday, we did an interval session. And we love this. This is at a local park. And we did, um, I think it was 90 seconds hard, 90 seconds recovery. We're quite new to interval training since my injury. And we did it 10 times. But when we went and did it, we said, look, let's do between 8 and 10 reps. You know, 8 reps is great, but if we can push the 10, brilliant. So in our mind, when we're on rep 5 and we're thinking, this is brutal. How can I do another 5 of these? We're thinking, well, we said 8, so that's okay. It's fine. I won't beat myself up beat myself up if I do eight we got to eight and then we're going well it's only two more isn't it we can do two more and then we ended up doing the 10 so having a couple of flexible targets and it's important that if you do hit your first target by the way you don't beat yourself up because you've said that that's acceptable I think that can help you it certainly helped me get my love back for running number four I've created a healthier relationship with pace now, we all get a little bit caught up on numbers. I think I'm, I'm right in saying here. We can get carried away with wanting to run at this certain pace. When I was a personal trainer, or even before I was into running and I was into weights and strength work, would everybody that was into weights would have be focused on numbers and how much they could lift. So we're all a sort of kind of suckers for numbers. But actually, we're a lot more relaxed about that now. So on Thursday, I think I did a threshold session. Now, my goal, as many of you may know, is to run to go under three hours for a marathon. So two hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Are we happy with that? One second under that three hour barrier, barrier is what I want. So I need to run 6.50 minutes per mile or therein. Well, the other day when I did a threshold session, I was running for six minutes at threshold. Bearing in mind threshold effort, true threshold effort is higher. It's a, it's a harder effort than marathon pace. And I was running at about 6.50 minutes per mile. Now I could have in my head gone, Jake, you're doing threshold pace, mate, at 6.50 minutes per mile. How are you going to do this for a full marathon? But that didn't enter my head, or it did, and I just pushed it straight out. Because my attitude with numbers is a lot more relaxed. I don't have any races coming up. I'm in Manchester's next April. It's ages away. And I'm only going to attempt three hours in Manchester if the conditions are right, my training's been healthy, and I'm feeling good. So creating a better relationship with the numbers on the watch, I think, can really help take some pressure off. And it can boost your running motivation. You know, this is obviously for people at the moment that perhaps need that lift. They're feeling a bit... I'm missing my club mates. I'm a bit bored of running the same routes. I don't really know what I'm training for. Races are being cancelled left, right and centre. So hopefully these things can help you. And I'm doing a bit of a deep dive here, guys. This is not kind of a quick hit. Here's three things. There you go. I kind of wanted to get into a little bit of detail with these. So this is six ways that I've recently boosted my running motivation. So number four, creating a healthier relationship with pace. Number five is create some accountability. Now, we know accountability in life can help all of us to achieve things, right? So how do I do that personally? 
Well, recently what I've done is I've been telling people, this is what I'm going to do. I've been putting it on Instagram, if you've seen any of my Instagram stories, which I do link to the, the Facebook stories. And I'll be saying, oh, we're planning this or we're doing this. And it's fun. I want to share it with you guys. I want to motivate and inspire people. But actually, as well, it's kind of helping me. It's like two-way because I'm thinking, well, like flipping said, I'm going to do this now. I can't need to do it. And then my performance communities, which is my runners, we've got a WhatsApp group. So I'll put in there what we're planning on doing. And the other runners will put in there what they're planning on doing. So it just gives us that... That, that impetus to get out there. Yes, of course, we could sack it off. We don't have to. We're not being held at gunpoint to go and run. But you're less likely to if you've got some accountability. So it certainly helped me. And the sixth and final thing that I've done that's really helped my motivation, and I said this probably three times today. Martina's still doing Strava. I said this three times today during our run, is I'm trying to keep in mind the injury. Now, we've all suffered injuries. I think I can say that. And you know when you are back running, I mean, when you're injured, you're like, I just want to run. I, I just want to run. I don't care about pace. I don't care about anything. I just want to be out there. And then when you're back out there and you've got a few weeks under your belt, you're like, I can't be bothered to run today. I'm just really not up for it today. Although it's windy. You see the trees kind of bent double. Well, I, actually, it wasn't that long ago. You were like itching to get out there because you were injured. So I'm trying to stay really mindful of the injury and how I felt, you know, bare with a sore head, frustrated. I was a little bit down about it understandably so because I wanted to get out there and run and train for Manchester at the time and all that stuff so keeping your injury in mind whether that was last week you were injured whether it was three weeks ago whether it was four years ago staying mindful I think can help you I guess appreciate your runs a little bit more which hopefully should get you out the door so guys six relatively quick ways that I have recently boosted my running motivation and I hope they help you because we talk about motivation a lot on the Running With Jake page because I think it's one of the biggest obstacles. It's certainly what I experienced as a coach, coaching different people over the years, that people sometimes struggle to get out there. Even really supercharged, experienced fit runners, you know, we might look at them and go, oh, they're never going to suffer with uh, a lack of motivation, but it's not real life. So number one, very quick summary here, guys, is I've reduced the frequency. So instead of trying to beat myself up to, or push myself to run six or seven times a week, I'm just running four. If you were running four and you're losing the love, well, maybe you need to reduce it to like a couple of times a week or three times a week. Number two is I change the environment. Get in your car, man, drive somewhere different. Just go and explore. It's a beautiful world out there. Yes, we've got to keep ourselves safe and socially distanced and all that, but you can change the environment, which stimulates things in here. Remember, boredom is a place in your mind, isn't it? It's not an action, it's where you are upstairs. Number three, most runs that we do at the moment have flexible targets, so it gives us a relaxed approach to that session. I think that can really help you. Don't say, I must achieve this. Give yourself a couple of different targets. Uh, number four is create a healthier relationship with numbers. I'm talking pace specifically from my side of things, but that could be mileage, that could be pace, it could be heart rate, it could be whatever numbers you get caught up on. Try and have a healthier relationship with them. Number five is create some accountability. Tell your friend, tell your neighbour, tell your running buddies, tell your club buddies, WhatsApp groups that you're in. Just shout about it because you're more likely to get out there. And just on that very quickly, don't be afraid to tell people, actually, do you know what? I'm not really feeling it at the moment. I said this to one of my runners recently who's relatively new to the performance community. She wasn't feeling running. And I said to her, look, don't ever be afraid to put in the WhatsApp group. Um, guys, I'm not really up for it today. I said, because they'll be on you. They will be like, come on, you can do it. You can get out there. Look, I'm out there. Look, here's the selfies. You know, and you'll get that energy. So don't be afraid to speak to people and tell them what you're going to do. And number six is keep your injury in mind. I don't care how long ago it was that you had a niggle or an injury, but stay mindful of it. And I think you'll really appreciate things a little bit more. Uh, Julie just messaged, messaged can, uh, commented, can I have the crossroad link, please, Jake? Yes, you can indeed. This is an awesome technique. I won't go into masses of detail in this video, but I will put in the comments below the link from the old post. This went 
mad when I um, when I posted it last time. And I think the first time I posted it was it might have been a couple of years ago now. But it's a great technique. It's one of those things I thought this is so simple, but everyone's like, my gosh, I just didn't think of that. And sometimes that's often the case, isn't it, with the simplest of things. So guys, I really hope that helps you. Keep your pecker up, keep your chin up. Let's stay fired up, motivated. Come on, try and apply some of these things. Have a great rest of the day, whatever you're up to. Speak to you all very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.